Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Today's guest is dealing with a new form of racism that is truly sweeping our country with this wokeism, and I'm excited for you to, to be able to hear her story. Welcome to the show, Courtney Flynn. Yay! Welcome! Thank you for having me. Oh, we, it's an honor. I tell you what, I want everybody to hear your story, but I just want to start with saying you are a brave woman. When hundreds of people came across this racism, this wokeism, and didn't say anything, you're like, I just can't let this go by. I am going to let the story be, holds, be heard. So congratulations. I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. So for our audience that may not know you or haven't heard the story, can you just give us a brief uh, kind of story about where you came from, how you started your business, and then how you got to where you are today? Sure. So um, I am in supply chain for consumer packaged goods. I'm madly in love with supply chain. I'm a total nerd. Um, And specifically, I work in the beauty industry. Um, And prior to um, my experience with Sephora, I had developed a supply chain planning software um, that could help smaller businesses better manage their inventory. Okay, very cool. And then you actually applied in 2019 for something called a business accelerator program with Sephora. Now, this is the Sephora that you see like in JCPenney's, right? It's the same one. Correct. It's, it's the, the beauty retailer. Okay, very cool. So what is the business accelerator program? Sure. So the business accelerator program, it's a tremendous opportunity. Sephora has been offering it for about 10 years. Um, and essentially what it is, it's, it's designed for people who have developed a product and it puts them in this intensive, like five month boot camp. The boot camp you get assigned to a, a mentor who's in, extremely influential in the industry. Um, you get access to venture capital. They also pay you to be in the program. It is an absolute tremendous opportunity. And they had, it sounds like, hundreds of applicants in 2019, and they narrowed it down to a few. You actually had an interview, but you weren't accepted for the program, but they asked you to come back uh, and and reapply in 2020. Yes. So in 2019, Sephora actually found me on another website, and Sephora reached out to me and asked me to apply. So you are correct that I went through the interview process. I came in second place, but they said, please, please, please apply again next year which was 2020. Okay. Expand a little bit on the, the, the problem that you were trying to solve. You know, you, you say you, you're a self, self-proclaimed nerd. You know, you love, you love looking at the, the complex issues that probably baffle a lot of people. Um, so when you see that, you have unique solutions to a problem that exists. This isn't a job for like, uh, you know, being a parking lot attendant or something that's just, you know, hourly kind of come in and, you know, anybody could learn it in five minutes. You do that. Mm-hmm. You have a unique skill set, and you are bringing that to the marketplace to solve a specific problem that affects that company and everybody that receives their products. Is that correct? Correct. So the the problem that I saw as a consultant, I worked with so many smaller companies that needed a really simple, efficient, inexpensive way to manage their inventory. And if if you look at accounting, there's something called QuickBooks that exists that's more designed for smaller businesses that's very accessible so my goal was to, to design something similar to that, which was very inexpensive for founders who didn't have supply chain experience or couldn't afford a full-time person, that this could help them run their supply chain. And in lieu of having a full-time person mm-hmm. or a 
bigger software that wasn't really needed for something their size. Okay, so you'd been in contact with Sephora over that 2019, 2020 time period when they had asked you to reapply. So you reapply, and then what happened next? Sure. So I reapplied, and I was so excited because I was just waiting for my interview and so excited to talk about all the improvements I'd made on my product, and I didn't hear back. And then um, a couple months later, I saw a post on their social media essentially saying that they were no longer accepting white people into the program, that it was exclusively for people of color. And at that moment, I knew that I wasn't even considered because I didn't meet their skin color requirements. Okay. So they change the whole process of applicants and who they're going to accept. So if you are Caucasian or you have white skin, you cannot be a part of the program. Correct. I, I wasn't even considered. They and and this isn't something that they they're secretive about. They're very proud about it, and it's all over their social media and their website that it's exclusively for people of color. So, if if you were born one way, you were not allowed into the program. Wow. Well, okay. So I'm sure there were hundreds of applicants that are Caucasian and skin and white skin colored. So they were not. Uh, you know, also being considered for the job. What made you decide I I have to do something? I have to say something because there's hundreds of other people that didn't say anything at all. There's honestly, there's probably thousands because they did this in 2020. They did this in 2021. Who knows if they're going to do this this year, but it, it was just one of those things that somebody has to say something. And, and and initially I thought there's no way I can say anything. People are going to think I'm a monster. They're going to think I'm a horrible person. I just have to sit down and be quiet. But just the more and more I saw it progress, you know, Amazon also has a policy like this. Apple has a policy like this. And it's, you know, at what point do people start to say something that this, this isn't just about me. This is about, you know, dividing everybody based on their skin color. And this just doesn't seem like the direction we should be going in. So once you made the decision uh, that you needed to do something, what did you do and what's going on right now? Sure. So um, I filed a lawsuit at the federal level um, against Sephora specifically for discrimination and it is it is moving forward. I, wow. I think we, we have a, a very strong case. And, and actually, in the last week, there was just a case filed against Amazon for the same thing. So maybe maybe this is starting something and people are going to start to come forward. I've been waiting for others. There has to be. I can't be the only one. <laughs> okay, man, I think it's really important because, you know, our slogan here is wake up, speak up and show up. You know, the reason that we are where we are today as a country is because good people just sat back and didn't say anything. They buried their head in their sand and they really took a pride in being the silent majority. Um, But now, you know, like you said, it's not just affecting you. This is affecting other people as well. Now, what kind of a, a pushback have you gotten? Has it affected your business at all? Have you received nasty emails? What what kind of things have happened so far since you decided to or are you to take a are step? people kind of applauding this? You know, kind of what what's what's the feedback? You know what? Initially, I was horrified, and I was just prepared to lose people in my life. But everybody supported me, and even the people who who don't openly support me still support me. There are people who say I can't put my name on this, but I support you. So wow. I, I think that I was, I was so afraid of, of the backlash that this would cause, but it's one of those things that everybody was thinking it and everybody just thought I have to be quiet. And then when one person says it, 
Oh, yes, I, I agree with that. This is crazy that we're doing this. Wow. You know, I remember a conversation with you. We were newly married, and I was coming across something that I was scared of. And someone that you had worked with had given you a tip years prior that they said, if the worst thing that you could imagine actually happened, could you handle it? Yeah. Would you be okay with that? Would you be okay with that? And if it did, could you handle it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if so, then what would stop you from moving forward? And I, and I really see that, you know, I mean, you were seeing that in our world today where where the people are coming against a situation and it's like, this looks kind of scary. I don't know, you know, what the outcome could be, but if we don't step forward, if we're like, okay, what's the worst thing that could happen? And if it does happen, would I be okay? It's kind of where you are today. You just made that decision that if the worst thing that I could imagine happened and I'd still be okay, you took those steps forward. I, I think, you know, exactly that. I think that I thought that if I lose my business or if my clients decide that they don't want to work with me, maybe I'll just go back to having a full-time job and working for somebody else. That's fine. But at least I can sleep at night. At least I know that I saw something, I said something. And even if, you know, for whatever reason, this nobody respects what I'm doing, that's fine. Like I can still sleep at night knowing that I said something. That's huge. You know, we're running into this all the time, and I would be equally opposed, and I would have somebody on the show tomorrow if if the 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 colors, the races, everything else was was reversed. Exactly, it, it, it's wrong. Period. This isn't a a, a pro white thing. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a pro. It's a pro. We should judge people based on their performance. We should judge the product that they're selling. We should judge them based on the content of their character, yep. not the color of their skin. When you make pre when you start creating us and them categories, when you start grouping people mm-hmm. into categories of people based on innate qualities that they can't control, that they showed up day one with, like their skin color, um, it never, I mean, <laughs> You don't have to be a history buff to realize that never no. ends up in a good place. And we're not we're not correcting wrongs of the past by creating wrongs in the present. Wow, that's a I, great, yeah. great truth. We, we had a kid on the other day. I say, I say kid, I'm getting older. So anybody like anybody under 40 pretty much is a kid. <laughs> but he was, he, was a, he was a kid, he's a freshman at the University of Chicago. Um, came from single mom, you know, lower, lower middle class, you know, income family. Uh uh Great grades, tested well, got into the University of Chicago, typically an $80,000 a year school, but he got in scholarships and, and grants is an incredible accomplishment, um, mostly because really his income status, it was low enough that it helps their numbers because the majority of you know people that are higher income. Um, and and uh, he made the debate team, but the first meet came up. His name is Daniel Schmidt. The first meet uh, debate match came up. I don't know what you call him. It was not, it was not debate, obviously. Uh, but... Uh, he was not allowed to compete because he's white. And he said, we're only going to put forth a team of, of, of minority. And, and, and it's like, that's not very fair because I worked as hard as everyone else. And now I'm being disqualified for an equality. I can't control. I think, I think people are seeing that and thinking, this, we want change. We just don't want this kind of a change. Right. And these corporations are heartless. Corporations aren't people. Corporations don't have a heart. Corporations are spreadsheets, numbers, computers, buildings. They're cold and heartless, and and they're just responding to what they think people want. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a certain month of the year, we'll put this logo on our hot sauce. We don't. It's not that we care about that. We're just trying to pander to what everybody mm-hmm. wants us to do. And I think we as consumers, we as just citizens, when we spot something like this, you got to you got to just say, call balls and strikes. That's yeah. wrong, and it doesn't help anybody in any situation. It doesn't help. Any people, it doesn't help the company. It doesn't help our country in so any way. True. 
No, I, I completely agree. And I think, you know, like you mentioned, when we start to segregate people, this just feels like such a giant step back. Like mm-hmm. this can't be progress. This is, this is what we fought so long to come away from. And now we're willingly going back into it. It just seems insane. I totally agree. So if somebody wants to support you, Courtney, they can go to givesendgo.com forward slash Sephora at that place. I love this. You've got, I love the give, send, go. You can give money, you can share it, you can pray, you can do all three, which I would highly encourage. Uh, But what's this money going to go for? So this is purely for uh, my legal fund. So just to, uh, just to sponsor, sponsor that. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. My last question for you is, you know, our slogan here at Flyover Conservatives, Conservatives is wake up, speak up and show up. You are doing those things, but what would be your encouragement to our listeners? What, what would be your encouragement to them to also speak up and show up in their own family and community? Sure. I, I don't know. I think if there, if there is a, a company or, or a corporation that you don't agree with their policies, maybe not contribute money to them. Or if, if you have a feeling about, you know, a policy like this, maybe let them know on their social media, obviously not in a, in a nasty way, but you know, like you said, just just speak up and have your voice be heard. It's so important. Courtney, thank you so much. We can't wait to hear how this goes. We'll be definitely praying for you and just encourage everyone go to givesendgo.com forward slash Sephora support Courtney. We'll put that in the links below. If you're driving or on the treadmill or something else, it'll be in the links below. You can come to this later, find that link and uh, you know, Put five bucks in the in the tip jar. It's going to help her out. That's exactly right. Thanks again for your time, Courtney. Wake up, America! Wake up! You are about to give away one of the greatest gifts God has ever given to humanity. Humanity. You are about to give it away because you refuse to stand up like those who came before you. It is time for us to stand up, folks. It's time for us to be unafraid, unashamed, and unabashed with the truth that we have in us. And tell those socialist bastards who want to destroy this nation, you will not do it on my watch. You will not do it now. You will not do it ever. Because this is America. And I don't come from some weak-headed people. I come from people who survived the Middle Passage and the Potato Famine. And who survived World War One and World War Two and Vietnam and Korea and survived uh, and survived the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan? Folks who survived 9/11 and poor enough for those who thought they were bullets. I don't come from a weak and ineffective people. And if you want this fight, you bring it because we are ready. Because we don't back down and we don't give up. We will fight for the life of this nation, and we will fight for the future of our children. You don't believe it? You're going to get a lesson. The same way the British did, the same way the Germans did, the same way the Japanese did, the same way the communists did, the same way those terrorists over in the Middle East did. You're going to get a lesson in what free men will do to hold on to their freedom. So hold on to your hats, communists. Ladies and gentlemen, this just in. We'll keep this a little secret between you and me and them and everybody. The people that are actually at the tip of the spear, working directly with President Trump on a day-to-day basis to save this nation, they're all joining us on the Reawaken America tour. We have President Donald J. Trump's Chief of Staff, Akash Patel. We've got Peter Navarro's joined us on the tour. We have General Michael Flynn. We have Eric Trump. The people actually working at the tip of the spear with President Donald J. Trump to save America are joining us on the Reawaken America tour. 
if word of this gets out, if the truth about election fraud, medical fraud, religious fraud, monetary fraud, and mainstream media gets out, it may just save the nation. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.